Welcome to Beyond the Resumes, a career and professional development platform designed for you, the modern global professional. My name is Jerry Wan, and I invite you to join me every day as we learn from leaders from various industries representing the entire world. They'll share with us both their worst and best advice and a book that inspires them daily. Be sure to join our newsletter at beyondtheresumes.com, follow us on social media at Beyond the Resumes, and share this with a friend, classmate, or colleague. Thank you so much for tuning in, and here now is today's guest. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Beyond the Resumes. I am your host, Jerry Wan, and I am so excited to share this conversation with Linda Evans, who is a strength-based career coach based in Texas. Hi, Linda. Hi, Jerry. Welcome to the show, and uh, really excited to have you here. I know your passion is about helping uh, people, professionals, uh, find their passion and purpose uh, through finding about what their strengths are and just helping them find happiness and success is something that we both care about. And I am so excited to learn from you today. Uh, before we get started, share with us a little bit about Linda and how did you fall into the career coaching uh, practice? Sure. I call myself a strengths-based career coach because I'm certified by Gallup to do strengths coaching. And I specialize in career development uh, and especially personal branding. I started my own career coaching business in 2011, and I have a degree in um, American Studies, a BA, and an MA in Psychological Counseling from Columbia University. Um, I've worked in higher education for about 10 years at five different universities. I'm currently at Trinity University in San Antonio, Texas, and I love career coaching. I love helping students um, at that pivotal point, well, pivotal period of their lives in college, and also uh, clients who come to me from all different directions, different um, times of life. I really like speaking and writing as well. So I have certificates in public speaking and positive psychology. And what is it about the young demographic of students and early career professionals that gets you the most excited to want to help them? That's a great question. I think because uh, there's so much possibility. You know, it's like them standing at the beginning of the rest of their lives. And it, it's hard, right? There's a lot of decisions to be made. There's a lot of actions that need to be taken in order to set themselves up for success, however they define success. But the possibilities are wide open and they can jump in any direction. So I want to help them have all the tools, the knowledge, skills that they need to go in the direction that they want to fulfill their potential. That is awesome. I'm, I'm a big believer and a big fan of the strength-based model as well. But let's do something a little bit not strength-related. Linda, share with me the absolute worst career advice you've ever received in your life. Who said it to you? And most importantly, why do you not believe that to be true anymore? Okay, I think this is a pretty good story. Um, I tend to not remember things that are not useful to me, but this story was memorable because it was said by my ex-boyfriend. Um, I had just moved to Washington, D.C., started my first master's program in higher education administration, and we started dating, and I quickly just realized to my horror that this was a really miserable program for me because it was the wrong focus, you know, is not focused on the students. And his attitude, his advice was like, grad school is always miserable. You just have to get through it to do what you want. Like you just got to, you know, um, get through the grind. And, and I knew it was bad advice from the beginning. I didn't like believe it for a second because 
to me, life is too short to intentionally go through something that makes us miserable, right? I have free agency. I have the choice to leave. And so why would I stay through two years of expensive, um, grueling studies that are not interesting to me and not going to teach me the skills I wanted to learn? So the worst advice that I remember is you got to just like get through this thing you hate in order to do what you want, which kind of parallels with my parents' advice through grad school is like, why are you trying so hard to get a job you love? Like just get a job that pays and do what you love outside of work, right? That's very common for their generation. But to me, that was unacceptable. I was like, no, life is too short for me to spend a third of my life doing something I hate just because it makes money. Like I want to enjoy the journey. I resonate with you 100%. Although if you want to go to fun grad school, go to business school because it was a lot of fun. That's great. I've never been to business school. That was not a, not a program a lot, I tried. A lot, lot of socialization. And to balance that out, what's the best advice you've ever gotten? Best advice that I remember is from a career counselor at BYU when I was trying to figure out what to study in grad school and where to apply. And I was thinking small. I was just trying to stay within my comfort zone, stay with where my friends are, stay where all these guys were um, in Utah. and. I couldn't find the programs that I wanted, but I was like, I guess I'll do this, the closest thing I could find to what I'm interested in. And it was, um, so I wanted to study maybe American studies and I couldn't find that in Utah. So I was like, maybe Western American studies, like the frontier, but I'm not really interested in that, but maybe I can like spin it somehow. And he was like, okay, look, if you're going to be a professor in American history, it's not going to be easy. So you need to go to the top universities in the country. You need to go for the Ivy League's in order to be competitive at, when you apply for professor jobs. And that had never occurred to me, like way beyond my realm of possibility. But he was like, no, you got to look at Yale, you gotta look at Harvard and apply there. I, I didn't because I wasn't qualified. Um, but fast forward a couple years and I was visiting um, friends in New York City and I realized I, I could live here. Like, I'm ready. After two years in DC, I've lived the big city life for a couple of years. I have friends now on the East Coast. I can apply to Columbia. Like, what else? Like, you know, what's the worst that can happen? So I applied to Columbia and I got in and I got a scholarship. And I was like, what is this madness? You know, like I never ever aspired to that, but just decided to try it, go open the door for myself. And and it turned out to be a really worthwhile experience. So I'm grateful for that advice. That's awesome. And congratulations. And you never, ever, ever know if you can get into a place, whether it is a school or a job, until you apply. Because Absolutely. we are our worst, worst critics. Many of us grew up with families who are also our worst critics. Um, <laughs> and so whether it is somebody telling you or believing in yourself Apply for that job, even though you don't check all the boxes, right? Yeah. And, and we, you know, again, we're not making light of the time, energy, financial investment in application fees and all that stuff. But what's the risk reward? Apply for the best school you can because you should, you're not the judge of your own anything, right? And so, mm. and, and so again, we're, we're harsh on ourselves, but that is awesome. So, through all that you've been through, Linda, in both, you know, your life experiences, your, your very robust life experiences and your professional experience as a coach, if you if it's possible to do so, 
distill all of your expertise into the best <laughs> advice you can share with somebody who is just starting out in their careers now or in school about to graduate? Yeah, that is a, a tall order, Jerry. Out of all the advice I could give someone, I think what sticks out to me the most, which what I find the most helpful for the students and clients I've coached and advised is to follow your curiosity and your strengths. I feel like it has to go together, like your passions and your strengths. And I know that sounds cliche, but a lot of people don't. They follow like the rankings. They follow their parents' advice, family pressure. They follow famous people that they see like, oh, that person looks happy, looks successful. They follow um, what makes the most money. Like they don't follow what they're naturally curious about. So I would say, what do you want to learn about? What do you not get tired of? What are you fascinated by? Like what topic just draws you in? And that will create self-motivation to do the hard work, right? Like all career success and personal fulfillment takes hard work and sacrifice. But if you aren't naturally curious about it, you're not going to put in the work. It's going to feel like torture and misery. And then the other part, following your strengths, these are things that you're naturally good at the things that come easily to you, which also makes it easier to move forward and work hard and and see progress much faster than if you were trying to work on something that someone else tells you to do or that you think will make you the most money or is the most popular job at the moment. Follow what you're naturally curious about and what you naturally excel at. Awesome. And what's your favorite book right now? My favorite book that I just read is You're Not Listening. It's by a journalist, Kate Murphy, who talks about the epidemic of bad listening in our modern world and how that creates loneliness, it creates disconnection, it creates kind of a, yeah, just a disconnected world. So she teaches us the importance of listening and connecting on a true, authentic level. It was very empowering and life-changing. With all that's going on in the world, especially in America, as we record this, we're two weeks away from the elections. Hmm. Yep. Crit- critical listening and... Uh, thoughtful listening, probably things that we can all be a little bit better at um, as, as we navigate these challenging times. Yeah, we could all be better listeners. Linda, I want to thank you for jumping on the show. Share with us where people can find you and learn more about what you do, especially on the strength coaching side. Sure. I am on LinkedIn a lot. That's where I spend most time probably. So you can just find me, Linda Evans, Career Coach. And my website has links to all my other platforms, so launchedbylinda.com launchedbylinda.com. Awesome. You'll find all those links in the show notes or wherever you're listening or watching this. And so, Linda, I want to thank you again for joining us on Beyond the Resumes. Look forward to continuing in touch and really inspired by your life story and the work that you're doing to help young folks, especially students, find their way in life. So thanks again. Stay safe, stay healthy out down there in Texas, and we'll see you soon. Thank you, Jerry. You too. Bye. Bye.